The next time we launch a podcast together, let's call it "Is This the Show?" That's what I think we should. Name. We could rename the show too. Oh, that, that'll, no. that'll do wonders for that'll our... all our sweet SEO. Also, "Is This the Show?" Prime really does not have a ring to it. <laughs> mm. Big thanks, of course, as always, to our Rebound Prime subscribers you know we're uh we're presenting this episode with limited commercial interruption <laughs> sponsored yeah. by rebound prime are we taking requests now are we doing requests i know a little yeah. number we might as well <laughs> yeah i wish i could play the lounge piano i would have done a little chord there like listener uh listener donald john wrote in through uh, the rebound prime ask the hosts feature and he said, where's the donate button for random donations? I want to throw you guys a few extra pounds. I think that's the pound symbol. I don't really know. But I can't find yeah. the link anywhere. No, thanks. Uh, I've gained enough with the coronavirus yeah, I'm a, I'm already. thick around yeah. the waist as it is. This time of year is tough with so much new shiny stuff coming out of Cupertino. And I like to live vicariously through y'all purchasing the goodies. Every little bit helps. Dan, named the UK supermarket's byline for a bonus 50 pence. Wait, wait. Run that, <laughs> run that back to me again. I'm sorry. I missed that. Every little helps. I, oh. I don't know. I think no, not that part. Is that is that Tesco's? I don't know. Is that what? That Let's is? go with the yes. Sure. Uh, he also wants to. He wants us to know. I'm from the same Scottish island as Trump's mum. We're sorry. We're really sorry. Most Donald Johns are actually sane. So thank you to sane Donald John. If you want to donate uh, more, if you want to pay more than the minimums, it should actually simply allow you to do that when you check out at Memberful. So if you go to prime.reboundcast.com, you look at Memberful uh, to subscribe. It, it tells you the amount. And if you want to pay more than the amount, you're able to. If you already have an account, you go to Memberful. You can up what you're paying us, you sweet, sweet people. I don't understand <laughs> you, but I appreciate the you. The sky's the limit. Uh, I was looking up because I wanted to know which Scottish island that was, and now I know it's the Isle of Lewis. I think I know somebody on the Isle of Lewis. I could, I've never been there, but I've seen Is it, it from the, the other. No, I was another. Actually, I think there was an incomparable listener who might have also been from the Isle of Lewis. Popular place, wow. I guess. It's way out there. I think you got a lot of time to listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> now you're insulting the people. <laughs> I'm not insulting them i'm saying they they get to roam the hills and the moors and listen to podcasts that sounds delightful i would take that in an instant right now actually yeah that sounds really cool <laughs> but stay off the moors i do want to let our listeners know i know many of you tune into the rebound uh for to hear promos for rebound prime and uh, for taskmaster updates i just want to share that if you go to the taskmaster website they are selling face masks that say mask taster on them <laughs> So I just want to make sure people yeah. know that. Now I have to put that in the show. It also notes. is indistinguishable from the word mask taster. So whether you like the taste of masks or Taskmaster, yeah. they're fine by yeah. masks. Brent. Did, uh, did, uh, we were sending this around yesterday, and I think we probably all read the whole thing. The um, Twitter feed from, what was the guy's name again? Patrick uh, McGee? Is it McGee? Patrick McGee. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds clearly good. a fake name. Familiar. Well, I kept thinking um, Patrick McNee, who played in, the guy in the Avengers. Uh, he writes for yeah. the Financial Times, I believe. Yep. I'm That's correct. Mistaken, and did a Twitter uh, feed of the hearing between the judge and Apple and Epic yesterday. I think we'd all describe it as epic. It was, well. Yeah, that was a, I was a really good threat, actually. I think Epic needed to walk that one off afterwards. I don't think, I mean, they certainly took the, the brunt of it, but I don't think Apple yeah. came out smelling like roses either. No. But I think it's going to prove to be an interesting trial, uh, assuming we get to trial, which is not, been, which I think is scheduled for July or something like that. So assuming we all live that long. 
Not a, <laughs> not a given these days. <laughs> Ringing the room. Don't touch fate. <laughs> I'm not saying which way I'm voting. Yeah, I was gonna say, do, do are you ready to go, Lex? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's going to be an interesting thing, especially because I think she's. It sounds like the likelihood is that it's going to be a jury trial too, which I think will yeah. be. I can't decide if that's going to be terrible or great. The judge seemed very well informed, which was I, nice. I really appreciate. I I think that's a fascinating part of being a judge is like I you have to learn about these other fields potentially. Yeah. So like listening to a judge or watching a judge say stuff about like. Well, isn't that the same with steam? It's like, oh man, is the judge secretly a closet steam like junkie? Like, because I'm super, I'm super here for that. Uh, but I just like, I guess you just gotta do a lot of research and learn stuff fast, and that's that's cool. That seems like a fun part of the job. Also, just getting to yell at people in court, I think that seems fun. Sure. Yeah, she told a great story about um, she was on the iPod something about an iPod trial and yes. how, how the fact that the trial came to came to court so late that they had to bring the iPods into the court into court, and she was like playing around with one trying to get it to make music and then she suddenly realized oh these don't just play music i have to put headphones on (laughs) (laughs) she's learned a lot since then it seems like yeah well i mean i'm sure she she knew that and then she forgot it because she hadn't used an ipod in a million years yeah that's true i i i really found that twitter thread interesting i think that zoom court cases are very cool uh it appeared that nobody from what he wrote had any um technical issues at any point (laughs) But I was surprised to read in that transcription or whatever you want to call it, that that play-by-play, that the judge was thinking this probably should be a jury trial because it feels to me like it probably should not be. Yeah. Um, well, I saw the point that, that it's just like, if not, it's just going to be one judge making a decision, which, you know, I guess the idea being there are there are potentially far-reaching consequences here. Do you want to leave that to one person's decision or do you need to get a jury involved? There's really, like, Epic is faced with this very challenging position of, we think Apple's 30% is too much, but nobody else's. Yeah. <laughs> and saying, no, we right. think we think that, that everybody else's is okay because they sell their consoles at a loss. doesn't really hold water to no. me because... That's somebody else's business. We, What's we the... didn't tell them to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not... Yeah. I mean, it, that was an interesting one. I also thought that their argument at one point, which the judge sort of tried to pin them down on, is like, exactly at what point did Apple become a monopoly? Yeah. <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. was really interesting because it's like, well, that's fair. I mean, they have been doing it regardless of whether you agree with them or not, they have been doing business that way for more than a decade. And if your point is this just started bugging us now, I, I think just... you become a monopoly slowly at first and then quickly. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Um, I think Hemingway said that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting situation. To be when in. do you I become think... a boggle? <laughs> what? It's another board game, Dan. People play it. Never mind. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get mm. get a clue, Lex. Um, I <laughs> I'm scrabbling to come up with another one, but I can't. I'm not playing this game. Yahtzee! <laughs> Parker Brothers can't lose. Uh, that was my favorite TV show of the '90s. It was uh, a risk playing the you know, recording with you guys. <laughs> why do people tune in again? I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, and and moreover, why would they pay more? I have heard that our jokes <laughs> perhaps are not accessible enough because they are a little too about us. That's that's a rumor I heard. <laughs> Dan is referencing a bit of feedback we got from a listener who doesn't like the show, but does, but doesn't. We sorry, so, sorry to that guy. I don't even remember what we were talking about anymore. <laughs> we were talking about the oh yeah, that whole monopolies slowly then fast. Does there have to be a distinct line? I mean, I'm not sure exactly. I, I, I thought that was an interesting question, but I don't know 
why there necessarily has to be a very clear line when it happens. It seems like it's the kind of thing, you know, as you're building market share, you do suddenly become, you know, you know when did when did Windows become a monopoly? Right, I'm actually team molts on this one. I thought it was the right question, but that's how it always has to happen, right? Like AT&T or Ma Bell wasn't a monopoly until they were. Right, but I think the yeah. question potentially revolves around timing in terms of, Epic joining the App Store and being happy to do business there under the same mm. terms until yeah, they decided right. we're not happy that with these terms anymore. And it's like, well, the terms didn't change. You 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 decided you didn't want to do I business. I think they that became way. a monopoly when Epic when Epic decided they wanted to open their own store in, a, yeah, in Iowa. But that was always the rule. It wasn't as though something, you know, it wasn't as though it was enforced because of Epic. Epic just decided yeah. they wanted to do things differently. And the answer is, well. You agreed to the rules up until now, and then you suddenly decided to change your mind, and that's on that's kind of on you. I, I think that the risk here is that none of the implications that come out of it, the eventual verdict in this trial are good for consumers, <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing that I'm struggling with is like, unless, and I, I really hope that perhaps this judge is able to sort of thread that needle of trying to find like a like not exactly a compromise right but like is there is there a middle ground answer and i don't know i don't know enough about how that works to say like well you know you can't open your own store but apple has to i don't know lower it's 30 percent or something like that i i don't particularly foresee that but i i it's funny that you say this because i was thinking i don't know i don't know exactly what outcome i'm rooting for in this case i think that listeners of this podcast know that i'm a fan of apples overall and i still think that it's I, I think it should be easier to install apps that aren't in apple's app store on my phone because some of my favorite mac apps are apps that aren't in the mac app store so who knows what i'm missing out on and uh, i guess i install those apps on my mac knowing that i'm accepting a risk so part of me is thinking like i'm kind of rooting that the ruling <laughs> involves you have to let people do their own thing too you can run your store however you want but you have to have a way that people can install true apps that aren't through you um, where you don't get well, I guess the question then becomes why would anyone use the app store because Apple already has your credit card you trust them because it's the same reason that yeah. people do the app store right now on the Mac yeah, yeah. I guess I, I, I mean, it's not just yeah it's not the wild wild west I have I, yeah, I think you know there's things about that I agree with Lex but I think there's also a lot of risks inherent with that in terms of bad risks <laughs> Yahtzee sorry oh, dear God <laughs> sorry <laughs> trouble Anyways, yeah, you're giving me a headache. That's an obscure one, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> I was going to say that, damn it. <laughs> Parcheesi. <laughs> I think the, 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 oh boy, I just stopped myself from saying risk again. So this is going to totally derail Let's every single it. part of it. <laughs> I'm good now. I got it in my system. The, the potential problem is that there is, you know, a lot of bad actors that might influence your phone more than it, it hurts your Mac in terms of installing stuff that chews up your battery life or that isn't vetted for security and like yes i agree maybe there is a system in which apple you know sets something up more like on the mac where it's like okay you can install stuff that's through the app store or you can install stuff that's notarized or vetted in some other way so that if there's the option for you know things being um uh, security problems for example there's still a recourse for dealing with that so that you don't end up i don't think anybody wants to end up in a situation like android where you can run anything you want, but you really are sort of taking your device into your hands as you do that, metaphorically speaking. Think if that oh, works. I totally disagree with you on this one, I think. Really? Like, okay. I, I think there's plenty of people who want that. Um, I, and I don't think most Android... I don't think most Android users... 
probably the vast majority don't bother installing third-party stuff that's from outside a you know a Google Play Store or whatever. Uh, but those who do, I think most of them probably don't have major problems, and they know if they do, oh, I probably should delete that app, <laughs> right? And I think that if Apple, Apple's warnings on the Mac are pretty severe, right? If you go to install an app, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's many people who either have to Google or call the Dan Morins in their life to find out how do I get this thing I downloaded to install because <laughs> it only option is cancel, and right. you have to right. Right click on it and then choose open, um, and like giving severe warnings and saying, are you sure you want to download this? This could harm your phone. And then potentially having a button in settings somewhere that says remove all my bullshit apps. <laughs> like I feel like Apple could come up with ways to show we frown upon this, but we're allowing it and then be clear and free. I still think the vast majority of app uh, of iPhone users would install their apps from the app store. But do, but do you, I mean, are you envisioning a system that, you know, essentially is install anything or does it still have some sort of framework from Apple in terms of, you know, like notarization is on the Mac essentially. Cause these days, you know, the 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 options in the security pane i think i've even been reduced are they still only i thought there was only two now like it's the mac app store and like trusted developers or something like that i think you can still install other stuff but that requires yeah. an additional like that really does require you to do the you know uh, control open etc blah 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 i just even in those cases i think starting in i don't remember when it started but like i think most stuff has to be notarized right yeah, I I, th- I think that's. I don't think anybody's complaining that the Mac has the same shittiness <laughs> that the iOS side does. So yeah, I think that something that matches what iOS does is reasonable. I'm sorry, that matches what the Mac does is reasonable. Okay, where you've got to be an identified, but like you can still install an app from anybody on yeah. the Mac. It just takes a lot of effort, and I think that giving those same yeah. levels of choice those, those seem like reasonable precautions. Okay, I mean, I I don't yeah. know. I don't know that I'm ready for an iPhone in which I can install absolutely anything but i assume but you don't have to use it well, that's, the nice that's thing. not that's right. not that's not what i'm saying i mean i'm saying it depends on what you the, don't want to live in that world <laughs> i'm I, well first of all i'm surprised that <laughs> so that, july is looking sketchy for I, i'm surprised that john's on this side too i, I find that fascinating because i think that's very against- I, I think as long as it's really difficult i think it's fine <laughs> i mean yeah, really that's, no that's really i really you. no i mean i really think that i really think that it has to be difficult because i think the people who like jailbreaking today yeah, I mean, the people who are going to make that decision are going to people be people who know what who have have least. You go to that amount of trouble, and you should know that it's in your own hands and not Apple's. And it's the kind of thing that you know, Cory Doctorow, where he here would slap me, but my parents would not do. <laughs> He'd slap me for so many reasons, but that would be one of them. <laughs> one, it just kind of turns him on. <laughs> exactly yeah my 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 kid however would would do it regard you know if somebody told him that he could get one more minecraft thing he would do it and um, well i mean yeah you you know, would. and he'd figure it out and then he'd come to me with the problem so i'm hoping that there would at least be a parental control that would say no you can't do this yeah that's fair okay all right i i'm not uh, you know i understand where you guys are coming from and i totally agree that on the mac i like the ability to install whatever software i want i'm not disagreeing with that uh, from a philosophical standpoint I guess my mainly I would be super surprised if Apple were to I mean if they are forced to do that that's one thing but I I would be super surprised if they ever did it other than being legally forced to do it (laughs) Um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that would be a uh, a perfectly fine alternative there. Um, I think I would rather see reforms to the App Store, perhaps, um, than the ability to compete. But certainly, having other stores operate on the platform would force Apple to make more changes, just to you know essentially stay attractive. Like, so there's something yeah, to that. I, there's going to be some people who, if you could install you know whatever apps you wanted from anywhere, would install whatever apps they wanted from anywhere. But if that was what the rule became and Microsoft could now distribute its whatever its Xbox arcade thing is and not have to worry about app store restrictions and just do it the way that they want, I'd get that app from Microsoft in an instant. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with that work. at all. I, I, I think you're, you're totally right about that. I, I just I think my biggest concern is that there is uh, this would somehow impact the overall security of the OS. Um, I don't know how much that's tied up in the way that Apple is doing things now. Uh, and certainly, you know, it's hard to argue that, that security on iOS has not been very good for the last decade. And presuming that they can, you know, maintain that degree of security and open it up to third parties to have those kinds of capabilities, I'm all for it. Um, I think the, the biggest concern to me is that it, it somehow impacts the bottom line on the security. But as you say, if it is difficult and requires you to uh, jump through a lot of hoops to do it, then that might be sufficient. It might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of apps, I am noticing on Twitter right now that the there are a number of RSS readers that are now being kicked yeah, off I the saw Chinese that. app store, which I guess is not surprising. But it's also as as Gruber pointed out in a post he wrote about it. Yeah, you're going to ban web browsers too. Like it's 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 you know it's China and China is not acting entirely rationally. But that seems like a weird thing to seize upon. Uh, you know, yeah. it seems like a thing where probably they've discussed. Hey, by the way, guys, did you notice that on this this RSS thing, you can read about freedoms <laughs> elsewhere? And they're like, "Oh, we can't have that. Take <laughs> get rid of those apps." But yeah, I don't know. Actually, a, a, a linked thing to to um, to app stuff. I don't know if you saw this going around. There was the uh, disinformation going around that like uh, if you installed WidgetSmith and installed like a keylogger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what's fascinating to me about this about WidgetSmith and those memes and everything else and which i think only are a sign of success for the app right like people being worried oh widget smith could steal your stuff which obviously it cannot do like yep. literally cannot do yep. uh only happens because the app has blown up and gruber shared a post on fireball where he talked about how his son came up to him and was like have you heard about this app widget smith and the footnote was delightful i said in fact i know the developer and he rolled his eyes incredibly hard and walked away <laughs> literally the day i read that my oldest who is 13 comes to me and says do you know the app widget smith and i'm like am i being punked right now <laughs> and i showed her that post and she's like well, i'm not gonna roll my, in my eyes do you really know the developer I'm like i do kind of know the developer I just, I just get a text from this kid jonas gruber <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway um my daughter and jonas are dating uh the um the people people are loving this widget smith i i am curious i know we've talked about what widgets we're all using i i have installed a uh fantastical widget on my phone thus far and for a bit i was thinking that i would uh fantastical has a million different widget options and i'm using one that uh shows my upcoming appointments it shows the current date and my next three things because i have a active calendar <laughs> not a social life just work look at this guy <laughs> but so what is annoying to me about Fantastical's version of this widget, because I had been using one that's built into iOS. I have that on my second screen because I kind of compare them. But Fantastical's will change to the next day if you run out of stuff. But that means that now I could be looking at my phone on Tuesday, September 29th, and the calendar widget shows me that it's um, Wednesday, September 30th, which mm. I hate. Uh, the Apple widget stays on today. It just says, you know, no events left. Uh, but anyway, 
I think that what underscore yeah. has created with Widgetsmith is brilliant and it's like a such a beautiful clear evolution from his app on the watch for all the complications whose uh, name yeah, I don't right. know I'm uh, sure it's like watch complications watch watch but uh I like I like our name better Molson and I are going to announce our new company complications Smith <laughs> coming soon but neither of you's name Smith <laughs> doesn't matter but it's I don't know it's really I, I think his app is is super smart and it's actually fun to make stuff and I don't know I haven't made anything in it that I felt like was actually super useful for me, but I yeah. also am struggling to come up with like, I keep trying to think like, what widgets do I want? And I haven't come up with ones that I'm like, I've got a handful on there because I keep putting stuff on and thinking like, oh, is this useful? Do I want to use this? And I'm like, it's fine, but I don't really need it. I haven't found the right widgets for me yet, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I, I want to know. Tell me about more widgets that you guys like. I, I installed the, one of the carrot weather ones the other day because people were talking about how good they were. Um, but I'm disappointed that the one carrot weather one I really want does require like the highest subscription rate and I haven't yeah. ponied up for that. Yeah, I and I well, uh, this is a dumb, dumb complaint, but I, my, current, my current my current, you know, my current eyeglasses subscription is off. And so um, I have trouble reading things because as you get older, your eyes can get better and my eyes are getting better. And um they, I already I used to a go, look at this guy, which is unfortunate because I this would to, be a better time. I need for to go it. down in my prescription so that I can read things again. Except I don't want to go into a tiny little room with one person and, and sit in the dark with no windows open to have my eyes checked. So, um, so I'm re- I'm using you know reading. <laughs> Literally doing a lot that tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> and I can't. And for for whatever reason, the the carrot weather app i can't read like the fonts are smaller on the widget that i want to use and Mm. so i'm sticking with the apple one which is kind of annoying because as i've mentioned before the apple one is not great about updating yeah i'm surprised because you would think it would be better (laughs) yeah you'd think they both seem okay to me but i yeah i don't know it does seem better in the production version of um, almost certainly ios 14 i will say than than it did in the betas one really wacky widget that i actually really liked because it's just strange is there's a series suggestions widget for apps so like you know when you pull down to spotlight or search i guess they call it down and it gives you like apps yeah. that you might want to use there's just a widget that you can put on your home screen so it just looks like there are apps there but they change dynamically i actually kind oh. of love it because it's oftentimes it's very good about figuring out what apps i might want to use right now so i have on like my third home screen right now two lines of apps that are just dynamically generated and change at different times of the day it's really weird but I kind of like it. You're really weird, and I kind of like you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I don't understand what you've done, Dan. <laughs> you, do you understand what I'm saying? Hey, you put it on the third no. page, though? So if you go to widgets, so not exactly. there is a widget oh, yeah. called Series Suggestions. It's just mm, like when you I pull see. down to search, and it gives you like yes, apps. Got it now. Yep. But now it just puts them on your home screen like they're just apps that you've put there. But because they use Siri, they change. And it tri- That's hilarious. It's, it's weird. It's very weird. But I, I, I think that it's actually very clever. Um, because there are lots of apps I don't want to keep my, on my home screen, but I use it certain times of the day, and they, it, it does a pretty good job of predicting when I'm going to use what apps. So I like that. I got a calendar widget. I got a fitness widget. I got the photos widget there, which I actually kind of like, um, just because it surfaces photos that I haven't seen in a while. I'm like, oh, that was a good photo. And I often go in and look at those. Got the battery widget. I installed the stickies app that does like sticky notes with widgets because i just thought it was amusing and there's a lot of cool stuff i've seen yeah i actually i've been thinking about that when i actually could feel like i could use that like to jot down something that i need to remember and do sure <laughs> it's very simple but often it's i lose track of things yeah 
and you can make a font big enough that you can read it exactly or small enough i don't really know where you are and <laughs> uh, it would be big enough <laughs> i do still find yeah. it complicated to add widgets and stuff like uh, on your home screen like I, I find it more fiddly than i'd expect in a really? shipping apple product uh, that might just be me how so i think it's just you yeah i agree i think it's fine I just i think it's fine i mean Maybe it could be a little bit easier, but I I find it. I when, mean, now I just, that I know how to do it, I think I did have a hard time figuring it out at the beginning when I was playing with the beta. But um, now that I know it, it's practically second nature. I honestly think because you can just tap and hold on any blank area of your screen and it just pops up the like controls. I actually find it super easy. Well, look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. Look at well, me. Drive over to Lex's house. And yeah. The Lex. I mean, don't don't actually do that, but. I'm now having active trouble with Widgetsmith as I try to give its calendar widget a go. And it just keeps showing me a different calendar widget, not the one that I'm telling it to you. So that's exciting. It's still a great app, I'm sure. Do, do you guys, you probably don't. I'm guessing you probably don't. But have you gotten ads for In Apple widgets? Arcade? That sounds terrible. No, Apple Arcade. How so? Well, a couple of days ago, I got an like it just popped up this ad for this food fight game. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I did download it on my iPad and I don't have it here on my phone. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, and it Butter Royale. And oh, yeah. it came up with it was kind of <laughs> it was fairly obnoxious because it said something about, you know, the battle is on or something like that. And then it had a whole bunch of food emoji mm. after it. <laughs> And it was like, this is cl- this is su- this is super classy. And the, the weird thing, of course, is that they're advertising a a service that I already subscribed to. So was it? It was advertising is, Apple Arcade as like a it was like, advertising like a, a game that was on that was new on Apple Arcade, but as which, like a notification. Yeah, as a notification. I don't think I got it. Is it possible? Because I'm not Which subscribed. Is, well, that's that's probably better. I mean, because they, you know, I think it would be super obnoxious if they were advertising to people who don't subscribe to it. I guess because. I mean, and for me, it's probably good because it does remind me, oh, yeah, I am subscribing to Apple Arcade and I should probably get my money's worth out of it. And I went and I downloaded the game and I played it a little bit and it was funny, but I don't think I'm going to play it much. But Hank saw it and was like, yeah, I want to get that. I texted you guys that I got a notification that was like recommended for Ted Lasso fans. And it was like <laughs> yeah. trying to get me to yeah. watch a couple of the other sitcoms on Apple TV Plus, which I thought was interesting i don't know if it said that to everybody or just me because it knows i'm a ted lasso fan because <laughs> jason sudeikis told them yeah i i got the same alert okay doesn't really answer the question because you're also a ted lasso fan and what, what was the yeah. alert for um the the same show um that mystic but what is it it mystic was the quest? mystic quest mythic quest and um mythic. trying which is the a british comedy that they oh yeah okay have okay i don't think i got that and i have maybe you're not a real you, have either of you watched have either of you watched mythic quest no no yeah see i have watched some of it and i wonder if it knows that and said okay well, we're not going to advertise it to him because he's already seen some I, of it. I would assume yes like i just think that, that john's not a real ted lasso fan i mean you say you're such a big <laughs> fan can you name three teams that they've played this season <laughs> uh wolverhampton wanderers no they actually did not play wolverhampton they played um oh man i should i uh crystal palace that's one um they're gonna play um man city in the next episode that's true um and they played i can't remember i, I actually don't remember i know they played another game but i can't remember if they mentioned who they yeah no no they, they they're not they play they, they're not completely which is funny for a sports show there's there's very little sports 
this show. There's a lot of practicing, but there's uh, also there's they, not much gameplay. They, they played Everton, which is in Liverpool. Everton, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You now you know. We've all proved our fandom. We're all true fans. And the opponent, the opponents are real. Opponents are real, but the games are they fake. are not real, but the opponents are real. I uh, I've run into a couple weird bugs. I don't know if you guys have encountered. Ew. And I'm ignoring Lex because his default is to just joke about things. Jokes. Quote mark, quotation <laughs> wow. mark, jokes. That's, that's my default, listeners. <laughs> just to joke about things. Uh, I've had a lot of trouble with uh, a Siri on my AirPods where I'll ask it to do things and it'll do the just a moment, one second, something went wrong. And like for everything, mm. even doing simple things like, hey, can you pause the thing I'm listening to right now? And it will... Siri and iOS me. 14 makes me so angry all the time. All the time. There's times, like there's times when I, because uh, I've complained about this. I don't remember if it was on this show or just to Dan. It might have just been to Dan uh, via text. Oh, I see. Uh, that Siri was slow. And he's like, oh, really? It's, yeah, sorry. You were asleep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's really fast for me in iOS 14. So I was like, I'm going to take a screenshot and show Dan how fucking slow it is. And then every time I try to screencast it, it's incredibly fast. <laughs> I don't know what your <laughs> what problem is. There's, there's your answer. Everything is fine. <laughs> But, All but you have to do is record everything that you're doing. There are so many times when I'm just like, hey, do this thing. And it's like, just a moment. I'll be right with you. I'm working on it. And it's just putting those messages at the bottom. And like, I, by this time, I could have just opened the fucking weather app. Like, yeah. you're not helping yeah. me in any no. way now. And it's infuriating. It, it seems I had, I had these problems for a long time. And frankly, I think they all got fixed when I got a new iPhone. <laughs> I'm going to do that in the next so month, probably. So I think most of my problem was the fact that it was trying to communicate with my, you know, ancient SE and it was not. I think there's, no, well. this, this feels like a bug to me because there are times where if I hold the button down and use Siri, it feels like, oh, it's fine. But if I try to use the, uh, you know, wake up word, it, it, you know, it's like sitting on the table or something, it flips out and it can't do anything. So I don't know why those two things would trigger differently, but it seems like they are for some reason. And I don't know if it's just like, I've tried restarting the phone. No luck there. I haven't gone as far as like, maybe I should repair the AirPods or turn off Siri altogether. I hate turning off Siri altogether because I feel like it, it like forgets everything. It forgets you. It's so sad. <laughs> but maybe that's the next step. I don't know. What is that? I don't even know. You just like turning it off on the device? Yeah. Yeah. And then it forgets. Like I think it deletes a bunch of your stuff that you've. Yeah. For privacy okay. reasons. I've never I don't think I've ever done that. I have. But it's been a long time. Siri on my iPad Pro is a really good listener, by which I mean it's constantly getting uh, <laughs> activated when mm-hmm. I don't intend for it to. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, don't know I think if, I turned off Hey Dingus on my iPad because it was... I, uh, that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. It, it's just every once in a while I do actually want to use it for exactly that purpose because it's, it's annoying. I actually would say that offhand I don't know how to trigger Siri on the iPad without Hey, dingus. I think you just... Because it doesn't hold, have a home button. Yeah, no, you hold the uh, sleep-wake button, maybe? Yeah, I, I feel so. like that tells you... I think so, because I've done that off. a few times trying to um, take a That's screenshot, and it <laughs> and it turns on Siri. You're right. It does It does trigger it to listen. Yeah. Yes. I, I have found it annoying to take screenshots on the iPad Pro, um, so I just use the keyboard shortcut. Mm. <laughs> because every once in a while, it'll instead just like be changing the volume or something. I don't know why, so... <laughs> I'm a keyboard shortcut man for screenshots. And if you do shift command four, like you can do on the Mac, it'll, it'll automatically put you into the cropping tool versus just taking the screenshot and putting the cropping tool in the bottom right corner for you to tap on. That's a crime saver. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Street smarts. Street smarts. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's also a, uh, I posted about this on Six Colors today because I saw a story about it over on Mac Rumors, which was saying that the people having trouble with male aliases in iOS 14. I saw you writing about this. And I have not noticed that in iOS, but it has been a recurring problem for me on Catalina in the last week or two, where I realized I sent several messages from a different, like the me.com version of my account, because it kept picking that for some reason. And I would go into preferences to change it back the mac.com version and it would stay for a little while and then eventually it would go back to me.com and i have no idea why i feel like i've had that problem forever and somehow you have a lot of problems forever now everybody keeps responding to my me.com i hate so much i don't don't think there's anything i can do about it yeah i don't i want that address erased i don't even want that me.com address like i would turn it off basically if i could it shows up for me in um uh, iMessage and facetime too because again there's no real good way to turn it off so it's like, oh, you want to every once in a while, FaceTime will reset for me. I'll be like, oh, you want to receive FaceTime messages at all these email addresses, right? I'm like, no, I really no. don't <laughs> <laughs> want to receive it at this one address and this one phone number. And that is it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have gone around and started turning off also um, answering phone calls on various devices because it's like I get a phone call and 20 devices go off. I like that feature. I actually use it a lot. So, oh God, I, but I understand why it's annoying. Oh, I hate that feature. Well, I never answer the phone, so I don't use it at all. That's that's one that I turned off because I don't like my iPad ringing. But I I struggled for a week or two before I figured out what I had to do. When I got the new iPad Pro, it was not getting my text messages, mm, and mm-hmm. like it was getting my iMessages, but not my text messages. And I recalled that there was some thing to turn on, but like I already had it turned on. Like it was turned on, on my old iPad. Why? And I restored this one from that one's backup. Like, what's the deal? Um, and that is a really weird per device setting where I had to go in and say, yes, you can share. I had to go on my phone and share and say, you can yeah. share my text messages with this other iPad device. And my problem is I was only looking on the iPad and it was like, receive messages sent to my phone number. But that really only right. means for iMessage. Because yeah. uh, otherwise yeah. it just relays through it's your a, phone because it can't get an SMS. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> I got a um can we can we pop over to the conspiracy corner for a second? I got a conspiracy theory. Sure, yeah. You want me to conspiracy open the door? corner. That's the theme song. Stratego. That's, that's the theme song. It's official. It's canon. It's been in every episode. I don't know why people are, haven't heard it until now. Mm. Weird. <laughs> Weird for them. It's because you cut it. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. You cut it every Good single time. time. I noticed as I was uh, trying to set something up on my HomePod the other day that my the HomePod OS is still at like 13 point something. And I was like, that's weird. What? Pretty much everything else came out at iOS 14 except for, you know, Big Sur or whatever. And I was like, and yet there's also been rumors about miniature versions of HomePods. So I feel pretty confident now. I, I think we will see a smaller or cheaper and or cheaper HomePod at whatever October event they use to announce the new iPhones. That's my that's my conspiracy theory because I think the reason conspiracy they have, that's why they haven't released an update for it yet is because they're waiting to ship a product because that yeah. seems most likely to me. So light conspiracy, a little light conspiracy among friends. <laughs> a soup song conspiracy. We're, yeah, we're not going to murder Julius Caesar. We're just going like, to like rough him up a little bit. <laughs> Well, speaking of of new tech products, including from companies that make smart speakers, this analogy is going to work, I swear. This segue is going to work, I swear. Keep going. Alexa. (laughs) Oh, boy. There's a whole bunch of new Amazon devices out there that we didn't get to talk about on this very show. Dan, weren't you one of the 
the invite-only press attendees at Amazon's big event where they unveiled every new product that ever could exist? No, I wasn't, but thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> oh, I thought that when you were pasting me all those things, you were saying that you were attending that event. No, I was just reading a live <laughs> blog at The Verge. Oh, I was thanks, so proud man. of you. Thanks. Dan, Dan, if you had lied to us, none of us would have been the wiser. I know, but I really wanted to make Lex feel bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, there's some value in that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get something out of it. <laughs> I, I am super creeped out by that drone. I find it hilarious, but I find it... I don't understand who the fuck wants that. Oh, see, I disagree, because I think that you, Gruber, and I all talked about how we kind of wanted it, but would also not get it. I think one day I'll get it. But if you... What? If you I know, first of all, I never I said Lex I wanted it. Be, I, I think figured Lex would be the one to get it. Yeah. Of all of us, clearly Lex. I also yeah. never desired this thing. I think it is creepy and weird as fuck. So I, here are my assumptions. This is a device, and a, a ring camera that sits in a dock where it can't see you or anything else. And then at your command or maybe when you just leave the own, house, I believe. Home, I don't know. It can start flying around your house and show you live footage from it. Uh, and I think you can even say, how like, could hey, this go wrong? Hey, go to the go to the dining room. I want to see what's happening in there. I, I imagine that it can't open doors. <laughs> which Clever like girl. Significant yes. weakness. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what it's for. Amazon would like you fun, to remove I, all the doors in your house. Either that or you buy uh, Amazon, Amazon smart doors. locks on all the doors mm-hmm. and then it can unlock mm, them when it gets uh-huh. close enough. Again, what could go wrong? Right. I will say, in truth, the ring alarm has been great in my house. I don't think that I would actually get that drone thing because I have no... I can't come up with what the actual use case what is. Other if, than it's funny. What if? Well, I, I, I would think certainly during a pandemic you don't need it. Sorry, I'm looking forward to yeah. the scene in a movie where the guy breaks in and like the, the camera sees him and then he just stands underneath the drone and keeps following it directly underneath it so it can't see him or something. That's <laughs> like a very Mission Impossible moment. It's like, <laughs> I can stay in its blind spot. I, I just don't... I, I And I wrote about this. I thought... What was disconcerting about Amazon's presentation was the excessive number of its products that are focused on this security angle, right? Like, you're not safe in your house, you're not safe in your car, you're not safe anywhere, so let us surveil everything, (laughs) and then you'll feel safer. And it's like, I actually don't feel that makes you safer. It It might make you feel safer, but I don't think it should make you feel safer, because you've just invited cameras all over your house everywhere right yeah right which are I, I far also, more likely to be hacked it. remotely than somebody even breaking into your house and then i don't think this is necessarily causation but i th- i have seen statistics that show that the houses that have more of these security systems even including alarm system you know regular alarm systems are more likely to get broken into than i mean i think it's possibly because the people who buy them have more money and you know, yeah. have more stuff that's wor- worth stealing. I, I, oh, overall, it's like... though, it's also worth noting, I looked up the FBI crime statistics and burglaries are like way down in the last decade. And, yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's right. a lot of reasons you can point to for that. I'm not going to suggest causation, but there is a, it's, you know, you it's could, all the drones. Right. I mean, you could make the argument that the prevalence of security systems or, as I argued, the fact that everybody has a smartphone with a camera on it on them at all times does make people warier about, say, like breaking into some place, right? Because there's more chance right. someone gets a picture of you or someone calls 911 immediately, right? Like right. that could Plus certainly... your smartphone always shows where you are. But no, I mean, I've yeah. always had an alarm. I grew up with a burglar alarm and I've had one in every home I've owned, I guess with one exception when I lived in an apartment. But I like those because, I don't know, It's it's since it's, since it's how I grew up, I like the idea that like somebody or something is watching the house when I'm asleep or not there. I've that, literally that never me. had one and it's never bothered me. And I, I think... 
it's just for me I, I always associate them with like an annoyance or the feeling of being unsafe because you feel unsafe that so you need one and so i think that makes me more that's nervous that's than fascinating anything. to me so i i, I love also mine. you also own a tiger though that's that's true <laughs> I I really do like mine, and I, I I think that my guess is that the Simply Safe one is pretty good too. And I imagine that any new alarm system you get in the 2020s is going to be reasonably tech savvy at this point. But the fact that I can control it from my phone or just have a log of what motion sensor saw what or whatever, like it just I I love that. Um, and it's I find it very comforting. I am not worried about a break in or whatever, but like it's. It's a great reminder that every once in a while somebody forgets to close the basement door because if you don't lock the basement door because we have a walkout basement if you don't lock it then it blows yeah. open and so when my thing says hey that door's open I appreciate it so I don't know I just feel like it's one of those smart home devices that's taking care of me a little bit I will say I do think that the new echoes that Amazon showed look very cool what the spheres <laughs> those, the round yeah ones. those those orb shaped echoes yeah, I thought were neat. Spheres. I don't need any more echoes, but I liked it. I find it. I don't. I don't particularly care for them. It, it makes me think of that creepy orb thing that everybody touched all those years ago that sent everything down the wrong path. Exactly. I think it was only the president of the United States who touched. Oh, God, but you had to remind me that he's the president. <laughs> well, that was the worst person to do it. <laughs> Anybody else could have touched it. Would have been fine. You could just grab the orb. <laughs> I don't think there was actually anything. The only thing I had any vague interest in, in was the uh, the new Eero update, which apparently they spent the least amount of time on in the presentation. And I, you know, that's more of a, I just bought an Eero and I could have bought a new one that's, I mean, it's a little more expensive, but it's got the new Wi-Fi 6, uh, you know. But again, I don't have anything that uses that yet. It's just sort of a future-proofing thing. And I do like that it has a... Um, it has a Zigbee hub in it, which could let me get rid of... I have, like, a physical hub for my Hue lights because you need one. And a lot of a lot of these devices are starting to build those in now. And I was like, oh, I could just get rid of one device, essentially, which would be really nice. I do want to do a quick bit of follow-up that I forgot to mention. I, I successfully got at least one of my two unhappy uh, Wemo switches. Oh, yeah. I, I got mine to work as well. It took a long time. Yeah, I had to disconnect. I had to pop off the covers from one i had to unscrew the plate from one like it was very annoying one of them is responding to echo instructions and the other one is like i don't i don't see a device by that name do you mean this other thing that you don't even have and i'm like nope so i haven't checked again recently that was saturday that that problem began but i would like it to respond to echo have you manually had it rediscover devices because sometimes i find that helps. yes yeah and then it discovered my printer which i didn't know <laughs> what you do and then amazon emailed me and and said, my hey, printer way, was still unplugged and in the basement and it found it but amazon's like hey we discovered your printer now um, so if you ever want to print like a test page or you want us to automatically order ink cartridges for you, we can do all that. <laughs> Fuck I, like, off. No, I just want you to find my friggin' light switch, but you do you. <laughs> the light switch is next to the printer. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to tell devices to find my light switch. <laughs> <laughs> 